Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Scott. And this is Jersey Juice. We did it again. (laughs) Wow, a second episode. We are going places. I mean, thank you for coming back because I know the first one was rough. (laughs) For me, at least. It was rough for everybody listening (laughs) and involved. Ooh, but we're here week two. Mm-hmm. Um, Memorial Day weekend. Do you plans. have any plans? Zero plans, but I'm not upset because it is torrential rain all over the East Coast. So I'm watching all well, these queens like- pack up for their trips to the beach. And <laughs> I am not jealous. I mean, I am je- I mean, I am jealous, but it's also like, it's fucked up. But like, it makes me laugh too. They're all like stuck in a house together in the rain. But um, no plans for you? No, uh, working tomorrow morning, going to see Cruella in the movie theater. First time going to the movie theater post-COVID. Mm, I'm sure it's going to be so good. I've heard it's amazing, actually. Really? Oh, yeah. Nothing. Um, and yeah, and going to a housewarming party on Sunday, but that's it. Well, I have my, it's, it's my sister Lee's birthday today, and we're going to celebrate on Monday. I am doing that. But I saw you crop Lauren out of your post. I did. Well, she cropped me out of her post. So <laughs> I cropped out of my post. Lauren's my other sister who posted a birthday post for my sister, other sister, Lee, and she cropped me out. So I cropped her out uh, too. But um, yeah, so we're big losers. We both have no plans for Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. I have a question for you, though. Another question for you. Yeah, what's up? What? were some lessons learned last week after the first podcast for you? Um, to send you hauls, a glass of water. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, U-Hauls, like you're going to send me U-Haul trucks. No, like throw I lozenges. No, I yeah. feel better today. I was coming, I was, I was getting over a lot last week. Mm-hmm. And um, I did buy a better microphone and stand. Um People can't see, but I'm six foot seven. So I had to get a microphone crane to bring the microphone up to my mouth. So Mm -hmm. hopefully you can the sound is much better. You can hear my stutter and mumble crystal clear now, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, let's talk about a few things that happened this week before we jump into um the recap. Um Lil Nas X performed on SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your thoughts on that? Do you think his wardrobe malfunction was staged? No, I thought I think it wasn't staged because I saw a video of his rehearsal where he got on the pole and like spun around by his legs. Uh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I saw the rehearsal footage and he like got up and did like a whole routine on the pole. Mm-hmm. And um, that was like that squat down was the beginning of the routine. So he... Um, that was like the end of it. So uh, I don't think it was staged. He gets cuter by the week. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I thought that was the best he's ever looked. I don't know what it was. Well, he's just um, growing up. He's like, what, 20 years old? And I don't even know. So hot. I'm so happy. I love the performance. A lot of people were like, oh, he's an awful performer, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I mean, okay. My mom was like, he's oh, he not- was good, but he couldn't really, he doesn't have a great voice. I'm like, mom, he's a rapper. Like he's not <laughs> a singer. I also I heard. Was- I I also heard that the day before 
one of his dancers tested positive for COVID. I heard that too. So they had to get rid of all the dancers, bring in six new ones, and they all had to learn the routine in one day. Mm-hmm. And all those dancers on SNL had only learned the routine for one day. I mean, amazing. I thought it was a fun, well, entertaining performance. Great for young gays watching to see somebody up on such a platform. Can you imagine seeing that? Like we had fucking like Will and Grace. Like I never watched it. I mean, <laughs> what else did we have as, as kids? We had that and like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah. But that True was Life, I'm gay, featuring <laughs> Matt Byerschmidt. <laughs> what do you watch that? Um, and we also <laughs> but like this is like if that was all like mainstream media, like what they think gay should look like. This was so much fun it was and i was saying like people upset about it like miley nikki they all do way more they do the most in their performances this was like nothing compared to them and like they don't get i guess they get flack too but like didn't change those performances didn't change me straight so i don't know why people are worried about their kids seeing this gay man be gay exactly and i'm obsessed i think he's so great i love him um, and it was also 10 years since Born This Way came out by Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Um, over on Robertson in front of the Abbey, they did um, like a mural, or I don't know what you would even call it. They wrote Born This Way on the entire street of Robertson in rainbow and trans colors. Mm. I think I saw pictures of that. Didn't she go out there too? She did. For Sunday fun day. Mm-hmm. Lose her dogs while she was there or anything? No. You're the worst. All right. All right. <laughs> um, uh, any more facts and riddles you have for well, us? Well, I was going to ask since we're on the topic of gay and Pride Month is about to start, do you have any Pride moments or memories that stand out? Mm, yeah, I have one. I don't know why it stands out, but it was my first New York Pride. I was. 19 i think yeah 19 I i've think. never done new york pride i've only done it like maybe two or three times i don't remember i've done it a couple of times but this was 19 and you know i was underage but i got into most of the clubs and bars and but the parade was you no know, it's the the new york pride parade looks like a the super bowl parade like times 10 it's insane but i remember i think it was when hillary clinton was running for governor of or senator she was governor of new york state or senator senator she was senator running for senator of new york state so this is around like 2000 2001 she walked in the parade and i remember um leaning over the crowd and like shaking her hand that's i remember that yeah it was cool it was like you know exciting everyone loved hillary Mm -hmm. and um i remember she had almost like almost like like queen elizabeth wears like a blue like chanel looking suit and like a big blue hat with a little whim she was cute but i remember that but that was my first pride and then i had to like then i went into um went home at night and i couldn't go out because everybody went to like um i think limelight and i had lost my id so i couldn't go my fake id so i couldn't go so i stayed home and i was all pissed off but how about you um I don't even know why I remember this, um, but so I used to work at a salon in DC. Um, for those of you that don't know, it 
um, was on 17th and U Street, and the Pride Parade was down by 17th and P, I think, or mm-hmm. 17th and Q, something like that. Hey. And um, I remember me and a coworker, Lisa, walked down, and we're just like cheering on the side. And a girl walks by us, backtracks, puts a sticker on my friend Lisa's stomach and goes, for the gay on the way, thought she was pregnant. (laughs) She was like, are you fucking kidding me, bitch? And then two minutes later, some wasted older man tries to pull me into an alley to like have his way. So that's how you met Frank? Uh, (laughs) hi frank we love you just kidding but Uh, that was a memory uh me and lisa still talk about it probably on a monthly to every two month (laughs) (laughs) basis because it's just ridiculous um and another one was like i think it was my one of my first prides in la um danity kane reunited and performed oh my god and i love that it was fun. One That's of my friends. Good. If Philly gets the worst, friends. Philly gets the worst. We get like Paula Poundstone come into our prides and like. Uh, actually, last but year. But Fran Dresser came like two years ago, a couple years ago. That was cool, but random. Last year, Paula Abdul performed a whole like hour long set. That was amazing. I know other cities get great pride performers. Philly gets the worst. Um, one time, I used to, I walked in DC Pride twice because my dentist at the time always had a little float. And if he, he asked me to walk in it, anybody that walked in it, we had our shirts off, we were giving out beads, but we got um, free Zoom whitening for um, walking in it, so. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, um, I have a quick little game we can play before we jump Full in. Of ditties and t- yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So before we jump into the recap, I thought we could play a little game of this or that. (laughs) Whitney or Mariah? Jesus Christ. Um, Mariah. Brandy or Monica? Brandy. Brittany or Christina? Mm, Jesus Christ, Scott. Sophie's choice. Um, Brittany. Jessica Simpson or Ashley Simpson? Oh my God. <laughs> Kill them both. I don't even care. I, don't, I couldn't even name one of their songs. Uh, Jessica. Oh. Jessica. Okay. Um, Rihanna or Beyonce? Mm. Um, Rihanna. Cardi or Nikki? Cardi. Um, Jen Aniston or Courtney Cox? Jennifer. Did you watch the Friends reunion? No. Do you care? No. <laughs> I loved it. I cried. Highly recommend it. Um, it looks like the men just left like Wegmans and came and did the reunion. <laughs> They're so disgusting. <laughs> they didn't look their best. The women. Jen looked looks like she looks and sounds like she smokes a pack a day. <clears throat> Courtney um, looks good. Mm-hmm. She let the Botox go down. She looks good. And Lisa looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Kylie Minogue or Robin? Kylie. Gaga, Madonna. Madonna. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, Hilary Duff. 
Duff. Azalea Banks or Eric Vermeeren. <laughs> Azalea. <laughs> and finally, Gizmo or Winnie. I was just thinking that. Um, I think Gizmo. Um, for those of you that don't know, Gizmo and Winnie are Bridget's animals. They're not really giving Winnie a lot of camera time. Because Winnie doesn't exist yet on the show. No, I saw her. Isn't he like a black dog? Well, yes, but I think that comes in like episode three or four. I've already seen a black dog on the show. Like she holds like at one point. I saw it because she mentioned both of them, Winnie and Gizmo. Okay, well, this week's episode or not this week's, but the second episode <laughs> of season one. <laughs> um, what was the name of the episode? Do you even know? I didn't even look it up. Me either. I thought I was hoping you clearly were. doing our research here. I mean, I took notes again. Yeah. Um, I think it's called like centerfold. I don't know because probably. Yeah. Um, because Tiffany Fallon um wins Playmate of the Year. It opens up at her um like brunch press um, conference brunch. Yeah, award ceremony. They, they announce her. She's a gorgeous, gorgeous brunette girl. Mm-hmm. Amazing body. The girls are all getting ready for it. And like, you know, um, it looks very Easter brunchy. I mean, Playboy Bunny, I get it. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. And then they start talking about like the big bunny in the room or not, how they're all have never been in Playboy. Mm-hmm. Kendra mentions um, she thinks seeing a playmate gives nakedness a good name. Did and you notice Brit- any celebrities at the party? I didn't. I noticed one. Who? Debbie Gibson. Okay. Um, um, she. Do I you think know was, I have a story about Debbie Gibson? She, she just had a song come out last year by a remix by Tracy um, Young. It's really good, actually. Girls Night I, Out. Girls Night Out by Debbie Gibson and Tracy Young. My first year oh. in LA, I went to this... Uh, like country bar in the valley called oil can harry's and um um, we're all dancing on the dance floor and i this woman grabs me starts dancing with me i have no clue who he was i'm like who is this drunk blonde and i walk away and my friends are like that was debbie gibson i'm like oh shit i had no idea um anyway she looks good i like her she's um she does look good yeah. mm-hmm. um bridget mentions she would give anything to be a playmate and told tiffany how jealous she was um i think all of the girls look really pretty um at this brunch um and, and um cut to holly's new interview look with these unfortunate bangs <laughs> did you clock those i clocked them but i also just clocked like how casual they all are like track suits like makeup i'm sure but like you mean like for interviews for interviews yeah i mean they do their own makeup i know but like it just it just it's it looks great they look great but it just um you know the kardashians now it's not polished it's pretty much a hologram talking to the camera so it's just really jarring to see somebody in there like she had a blue juicy couture tracksuit on this t- episode i didn't even notice holly um, so, uh, yeah, just, it just, I mean, it's fine, but it's just also like so early reality TV, you don't no polish, no nothing. And 
So this Playmate of the Year brunch montage was like two, three minutes tops. Absolutely. And then it cuts to Holly mentioning that girls are coming over to test to be a Playmate one, like one to two girls a week. We meet a reoccurring character, um, Sarah mm-hmm. Underwood, the cute blonde. Um, yeah, you know, the one that Kendra takes out to the batting cage. Oh, she's reoccurring? Oh, she's the entire show. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually becomes a Playmate of the Year in the future. Holly talks about like, you know, what a centerfold is. Mm-hmm. Like one centerfold per issue, 12 issues per year. So they all get a month and that's how they pick. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that personality really matters, not just looks, because they will be doing press and promotions and being the face of the Playboy brand. Holly insists that she would rather be a girlfriend than a playmate. It's not even a comparison because her and half are so in love. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of part of the guest half's job. Of be- part of the girlfriend's jobs is to entertain these girls coming for their test shots. They're coming for test shots, what they're coming for. Yes. And um, Kendra takes, what's her girl's name? Sarah. Sarah to the batting cages and mm-hmm. in her Escalade. Mm-hmm. And did you notice she had a Philadelphia 76er jersey on? I know you don't catch these things because you're not from Philly, but no. like she has an obsession. She's obsessed with Philly. It's really real. She had, I got Alan Iverson jersey on. Okay. And um, that's about it. Um, um, going back though, um, Hef, I noticed they cut to him in the office and looking at images and articles. And she says that Holly says that Hef is very involved in decision making, which I admire because at his age, he doesn't have to be that involved. Um, every photo and article is approved by him. And Holly mentions that Hef's standard of beauty makes her wish she had a smaller nose. Made oh, me a little. Weird. It made me a little sad that she feels less than because of what he says. I didn't believe her, but then he's like critiquing the girls' photos, test photos. He's like, "Oh, she gained weight. She gained yeah. weight. Look at her face. Her face looks bigger here and here, and it's probably a day apart." So, but hey, you know these girls. I'm sure they expect it. But um, mm-hmm. then we have uh, Holly takes the girl. Do you notice that Holly's like pulling the girl's luggage through the house? I wrote that too. I was like, Holly personally was taking Raquel's luggage to the playmate playmate house, which I thought was above and beyond. Like, and get a butler to do it. Takes her to like this creepy bedroom with two twin beds. She's like, I think you're sharing a room with like the girl who's shooting centerfold right now. They have the centerfold in like a bedroom with two twin beds. Mm -hmm. It looked like my nieces were sleeping in there. It was really bizarre. It's at the house, I believe, next door or across the street. The playmate they didn't house. That, did they? They didn't, but watching the show, you'll mm-hmm. see. They have a house just for the girls that come to visit um, and be potential playmates. Um, and they also mentioned every single Sunday they have pool parties. Um, um, we saw Bridges carpets. It looked like they were cleaned and changed, actually. They must have seen it on the pilot footage. Yeah, yeah. I'm because I think our carpets were like darker, but they were like a, a light color and fresh as a daisy. So I'm glad that um that uh Gizmo has a new pee pad he can work on. But uh, yeah, but they it's just things they clocked um in the in the pilot. 
And Holly and Bridget um, take the girls, um, some of the girls ice skating. Yes. Um, I wrote that Bridget, cut to Bridget, in her room dressed like a fembot wearing baby blue fur. A fembot Mrs. Claus. Right. A baby blue fur dress and a purse with white fur trim, go-go boots, and playing with gizmo. Meanwhile, Kendra takes Sarah to a batting cage and... Sarah has clearly never picked up a bat in her life. She's terrified. She couldn't look less interested to be there. Um, and, and they're just like, does not give a hell shit at all. And she's just doing, hitting balls at the batting cage and swearing that the other girl is having a good time. And then they're driving home and Kendra decides they want to order lunch. So you think they're going to go to like, McDonald's and then she ends up calling the Playboy Mansion and ordering a lunch to the kitchen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um uh, must be nice. I know. Kendra got a Thai chicken salad or something like that with, with like a side of fries. And then the other girl got a peanut butter and jelly with fries. With a side of fries. Yeah. Shoestring fries. Yeah. But <clears throat> made me hungry. Um, Bridget said that she judges every girl to herself saying they aren't great or have fake boobs but then she gets to know them and she feels bad about judging them did you hear did, did you clock when the like wendy williams says like shady cameraman when 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 like when bridget's like going down of her list of things she judges like she's like you know i'll just be like oh look at their hair and while they're doing that they're like showing that brunette girl that came in and like her hair and it's all like wispy and brown and then they're like she's like and she's gonna have like, oh she has fake boobs and they they get flashed to the same brunette girl and like her boobs and like there's i did woman. not even notice that like it was really um they were just tearing apart the cameramen were tearing apart this girl who's doing test photo shoots and every time bridget says something negative they flashed to the new girl i was like that's terrible but it was funny mm -hmm. That girl ended up killing her photo shoot, though. Yeah. Um, Bridget reiterates again that since five years old, she's wanted to be a playmate. And it's really difficult to see new girls come into test because she feels she doesn't have the opportunity to become one. Did they have Playboy back in 1945 when she was five? <laughs> uh, you're so stupid. Um, Bridget also said, so they all go out to a club. Um, all the girlfriends they go to a club every thursday night in a hummer stretch limo there's like eight girls in half um and bridget mentions that sometimes she sabotages them and gives the girls shots so they don't feel good for their test shoot the next day because she's jealous no she said she doesn't feed them drinks but she's like she will suggest shots you know and um and she likes she'll to, stand in the corner and giggle at them. Ha, ha, she yeah, likes to watch the girls and make sure, like, you know, they're see who's drinking, who's not drinking, because if they're drinking a lot, they're not taking it seriously because the next day they have no shoots. That is true. These girls are also like 18 years old, so I don't think it really matters at this point. But um, yeah, and you couldn't tell what club they were at. It was so bizarre. It was just so weird. Um, they're all like ogling over a half um grinding around him and i didn't catch the name but it wasn't i don't think it's still around whatever it is yeah um cut to the next day holly um says that at the photo shoot the pictorials they have the best hair and makeup lighting etc which i agree with because i mean every shoot in playboy is just mm -hmm. amazing 
Um, and then Kendra says she doesn't dream about being in Playboy, but if it happens, it happens. <laughs> the and then we cut to sad Bridget, who is crying in her interview in about tears. not being a playmate. She said she tested years ago and didn't hear anything for a year and a half. And she found out she didn't get it. Um, and she she masters, and then she, she went yeah. back and tried again and have told and her then, girl, give it up. Have told her it was never going to happen. Um, which is sad because she sets goals for herself and she like does everything a hundred percent, she says mm-hmm. to achieve. And she's crying through her smile. <laughs> While she was crying. The, but the, the test shoot, like it was interesting to see those two girls like for a couple of, for a couple of minutes before her their test shoots, and then like see them after in the test shoot. Like they looked amazing and stunning. Like the brunette for sure. Like she looked like Jessica Alba, like mm-hmm. gorgeous. And I was they were the one they were reading with the camera. Like the when Bridget was critiquing the girls, and she ended up looking the best. So yeah. Um. Then. They cut to Kendra jumping rope in the gym. Her body is absolutely insane. But she says seeing all the playmates and how good they look push her to be healthy and work out. Oh, he says, the only exercise I do is ice skating, roller skating, sex. (laughs) Yes. And walking her dogs. Walking her dogs. While she was lying on the ground when they walked around her. So this part... I thought was absolutely ridiculous. So they all go to dinner um, as a group to Geisha House. It's still around? It's not. Okay. Um, But Hef has his staff pack a a dinner with specific instructions on how to cook for the chef at the restaurant, which is insane. Yeah, they had had the the, the house sent food to to the restaurant to cook for Hef. Like they couldn't use their own food. I mean, there's so many good, there's so many good restaurants in LA and he wants fucking lamb, lamb chops, chops, a dry ass baked potato, and gross beefsteak tomatoes sliced into a tower. A plain like, baked potato, just like it was super plain. Like it's so rude to do that, taking- first of all. And he was complaining that it his food was taking too long. Like, shut the fuck up and eat sushi, bitch. Who it's like who can who brings their own food to have it cooked and then complains about how long it takes? It's just like one of my biggest pet peeves are people who treat wait staff with disrespect, or people who are so who like literally recreate their meal off the menu and then they're just like, This isn't what this isn't uh, this is wrong, or like you know, it takes too long. I'm like, they literally had to make you a whole new different thing off the menu, or Maybe. people that are people that are like are vegan and won't say it and they try to make the meal vegan themselves. When they, when they order it and then when it comes out it has like a frisee on it and they're like oh my god I I'm like, well, you should tell them that you're vegan like i mean the girls have eaten their food at this rate and they're so bored waiting for his food they're like putting spoons on their nose to make him laugh like they're one of his grandchildren <laughs> yeah, totally it's so <laughs> weird and uh remember doing that and putting your spoons in your nose that yeah totally- when i was 10 well you're probably 10 when this came out and also um don't that that would totally be a TikTok thing now, like the spoon challenge. Don't you think? No. Yeah, there's other I, stupid challenges out there. I don't pay attention to TikTok. Okay, well. Um. Anyway, Ken, they're in the um. In the limo, they're in the limo home, and Kendra mentions that masturbation is a sin, so she's gonna sin tonight. Well, Holly was like, "What she say?" She said. 
Bible talk or something like just really weird stuff. And then she's like, if the Bible says love, know thyself, does that mean masturbation? And then Kendra's like, I'm going to know myself tonight. (laughs) 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 And everyone's like, and then, um, um, so yeah, they get home. They're in their pajamas. Hef asks the girls to come to the room in, in his and Holly's hoarder bedroom. Um, <laughs> Kendra is worried she may be in trouble. Um, but then he gives them the news that he can't promise, but he's going to shoot the three girls for a potential cover of Playboy magazine. Um, I, I, I didn't realize that happened this soon into it. I thought they, right. I thought they got that like when the show got big, but it must have got big pretty fast because it's, yeah. Well, yeah, the ratings I think for the first season were like a million over a million a week. And what's interesting is like this episode I feel was like kind of boring, but back then it was probably so groundbreaking and like mm-hmm. salacious. Now you have like you know I don't know what else, but go on. Yeah, so the girls were all like Kendra was in shock. Like I was. Person surprised that Kendra seemed the most stunned Uh out of all of them. Holly said she feels like it legitimizes her because she said that his girlfriends have been on the cover multiple times. And then we cut to a crying Bridget again, saying she'll believe it when she sees it. (laughs) Roll credits. I believe you when I see it. Um, Love Bridget. (laughs) I forgot to to say, I was watching this on YouTube and like mine was bootleg and like I was watching it. And then like when the, when the theme song came on, it just cut the theme song out. They, they, they couldn't get the theme song. So it was just like random cats and dogs barking. Like now the part is like, rrr, rrr, rrr. it's like, that's all it was. And then the show started. So I thought that was funny. So, uh, but yeah, so that was the episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, it went by super quick. It went by super quick. They're only like 22 minutes. So you can watch them, you know. On Amazon and YouTube. Um, I've watched two, of course. Now I'm all getting is like, playboy suggestions so same i'm like about to buy playboy merch yeah i'm about to like, like I'm, I'm getting ad served in instagram i'm have you looked at their instagram yet who's playboys yeah oh good yeah that's it's good. great um so yeah do you have any more that, games and riddles for us um no but i do have a question since you are a dj on the side what um what are the top five artists you're listening to right now like what songs are you listening to like what do you what do you recommend what do you mean how many do you want well i'm all right well i'm doing randomly i'm doing a deep dive into diana ross music because like all the songs that we know are great but she has so many other songs that are so good that i never knew about it like like she has such a huge catalog that i had no idea and i've randomly come across two that are just amazing. One is called um, "Remember Me," Diana Ross. It's so beautiful, and um, and just I've been doing a deep dive, and I'm just and I found this one called "Turn Around" that mm-hmm. my mom used to sing to me when I was a kid. Um, it's so cute. Um, my mom butchered it, but it was um, <laughs> but Diana Ross does a really good job. <laughs> um, my boyfriend Robbie, he just decorated his office because he's back in the office full time. And one of the pictures he got was this amazing black and white photo of Diana Ross dancing. And she just looks like she's having the most fun. I knew she was good, but like, I know she was great and amazing, but I didn't know, like I, she has so much 
music that I haven't heard, like only the big stuff. Same. I also, um, last weekend I went to New York and I saw, um, Alaska. Wait, Death sorry on. to interrupt you real quick, but have you seen the Diana Ross and Brandy movie called Double Platinum? It's on oh. Netflix, I believe. I watched it recently. So bad, but so good. Like I highly recommend it. It's like the debut of Brandy's actual first album music. And she plays Diana Ross left her when she was a baby and um they get reunited but she doesn't know that brandy's biggest idol is her mother i'll I'll put it in my queue i promise um Uh, (laughs) it's so good doesn't fyi scott watches complete garbage like if you see a terrible (laughs) movie on if you see a movie ever the worst television show ever if you ask scott like do you watch this? I'll be like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. And like, I mean, what like, shows are you watching right now? Um, not, um, I don't know. I, I'm not watching what you watch. No, that's for damn sure. But can I go back to the question you asked me? Um, sure. I went up to uh, New York and I watched, I went to the $3 bill in Alaska um, from Drag Race does these shows. And I went to the art pop one where she does like the whole art pop album for a drag show, but she has other guests, uh, um, guest people come in and, really amazing singers and dancers and it's New York. So like there's amazing people come out and do the show with her. But this one was, um, she did the whole blackout album this past Sunday. Oh uh, yeah. I saw that. It was so good. And, but she, she did, changes she, the lyrics a little bit, right? Well, she like freestyles her mic song. She freestyles a little bit, but mostly okay. she sings normally. And she also, um, did the exact choreography from the MTV VMA awards, like the exact choreography. Give me more. Yeah. And so then good. she, also, there were also did some, she did some random songs I never heard of Britney's before. Like she did this, I guess there was an EP called Mona Lisa. Yeah, it was never from, it. it was from her um, reality show Chaotic with yeah, Kevin Yeah, it was a chaotic EP, like three of them were on there. Uh-huh. And then um, it was garbage. But the one song I did hear that I really liked that she played was um, Don't Go Knocking on My Door. Yes, like, album, album two. So album good. Two. Yeah. So good. So that is like, you know, I'm, these aren't new songs, but random B-sides of artists that we don't really hear often. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I'm going a lot of old stuff. Um, but St. Vincent is a really amazing artist. She has I've never singer. heard his music. To her. And she, <laughs> she's gorgeous. You, should, you would like to look at her. if you. Um, she has a new song called, called Down, which is really good. I've been listening to that. And um I just been deep diving into old stuff and anything else new. Oh, and that new, um, the new Demi Lovato, Ariana Grande song. Met him last night. Have you heard that? Um, I have. Um, I'm obsessed with it. And it, but there's a remix. The Dave, I mean, the, the Dave all day, the, have you met him last night? Dave all day remix is really good. I mean, her album is great, but I'm so done with her right now. What album was this? The most recent one? Yeah. I didn't, I don't remember it, but I love her last album mm-hmm. and I'm horrified I did. I didn't, I wasn't a big Demi fan, but that album turned me onto it, her. <clears throat> and um, yeah, so Met Him Last Night, Dave All Day remix. Get into it. It's a good summer song. How about you? Um, well, speaking of Ariana remixes, I'm loving the weekend Save Your Tears remix. That was like that was like a record company. Like we need some money. We're going to just pop this one out. They're on, they're on the same record. Company. They have like four songs together. Oh, 
Um, well, they're on the same label. I might be biased, but it's actually amazing. I love Julia Michaels' new album, um, Not in Chronological Order. It's her first album. I love every song. It has fun, like, dance poppy vibes. The one um, you sent me was really good. Yes. Um, and a lot of ballads as well. And a lot of good looks. Scott does her hair and it, she looks gorgeous always with her hair. And, um, but tell, but tell us, isn't she like an amazing songwriter for other artists as well? She's literally written music for everybody. She did more than like half of Britney's Glory album, all of Gwen Stefani's last album. Uh, she she's wrote, like the, she's like the, the new Linda Perry. She right? wrote Sorry by Justin Bieber. She does a lot for Selena Gomez. She did a few songs on Demi's album, like literally everybody. Um, I mean, Britney's always on rotation. Rihanna's always on rotation. Um, I love, I'm still, I'm still listening to Casey Musgraves last album. Um, I'm, I'm still listening to, um, to Chromatica here and there still. Mm -hmm. Uh, always listening. I mean, I really love Mariah's latest album, The Rarities. Yeah, I'm still not over how unembraced caution was by the gays and by like society. It was a, it's an amazing album all the way through caution. Mm -hmm. Like, and I saw her in concert for that tour. It's and her she, best album in years. She killed that concert. It was so relaxed, so much fun. Oh, so good. I, I was like hesitant because you don't hear bad things about her live, but she was amazing. And I was just so good. Mm -hmm. Todd swore that she was looking at me. He did. Wow. Yeah. Probably because Probably I was, you're a giraffe. I was like eating a hot dog in the audience. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, you know, that's, if I was DJing now, I'd be playing that remix of the, um, of Demi and Ariana. And I'd be playing Chromatica. And you know, the song Replay on there is a, is a Diana Ross sample. Mm. For my house if you listen to like it's really good it's really subtle but you can hear it when they lay them over top of each other i mean i still haven't heard rain on me out at the club well i haven't been to a club yeah i that one's good but i want to hear like replay and um sour candy the sour candy and i saw like the drive and drag a couple in the halloween time mm -hmm. halloween time and uh there was uh, Aquaria did like all the songs from that album. It was so good. Nine one one, ugh. Chromatica two into nine one one. We had a work, I had a department meeting, and we all had a, my, the question. The warm up question was, "What would be your coming to the bat song?" Some straight guy in my group asked us to like, "What would you come up to the plate? What would be your song?" Like some people have like, you know, -na -na -na, hey, and I said mine would be the Chromatica two. 911 transition. Yes. <laughs> Coming up to bat. And uh, so everyone good. was like, uh, cool. We don't know what that is. But, <laughs> but. right. Well, that is it. <laughs> I mean, next week we will cover episode three and give you more juice on what happens in the world. Um, and, uh, you know, be sure to like and subscribe. Follow us on Jersey Juice Podcast at Instagram. Um, we're also on YouTube, Jersey Juice, um, and 
we're available on Spotify, Apple, and pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. Scott is uh, our producer now. He gets everything uploaded in two seconds. And uh, whether I like it or not. So it's really fun. But I'm much happier with this episode, I think. Yeah, me too. Uh, you look still like you, open, still you, open you for like suggestions. You, like, you look like you uh, put a clean shirt on and did your hair. <laughs> you look good. Thanks. Um, but yeah, all right. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.